0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And welcome back to Archives of Fabella Daily, the only podcast mining for gems in a magical world. Today is April 14th, equal to Aries 25th. Books are available on Amazon. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcasts, and hit that subscribe button for more great stories, right in your feed. The year 253 AD holds its place in history as the year Valerianus I split the Roman Empire in two. Gallenus took control of the West and his father ruled the East, where he faced the Persian threat. But in Fabella, a curious gem led to a similar kind of political split. I'm Dylan Foley, and this is Archives of Fabella. Beyond our world there is love beyond our world there is war beyond our world there is life beyond our world there is fabella aries 25th 4253 fy fabella year equal to april 14th 253 ad earth year Valder, a dwarven miner in his late twenties from Laxaria, nestled in the northwestern reaches of Fabella, awakens at the morning call on his sleeping mat in the miner's barracks. He quickly cleans up and kneels to pray to Lord Lucas. After a brief meal, he carries a lantern with his pick and walks with his fellow dwarven miners The two hundred yards from their barracks, near the entrance of the tunnel, the dwarves form a line, just as he has done every morning for the past ten years. Valder takes a glowing phoenix feather and uses it to light his way through the Violet mounting Mine. He'll be underground for the remainder of the day, not returning to the surface until after sunset. At the mouth of the mine, Valder sees the owner-operator, a prominent local goblin of the Sheeban Empire, known to the dwarves as Fraz Zemal. Valder averts Zemal's beady eyes when the cruel leader barks orders at the dwarves to make haste, pointing a gnarly finger at the newer of the two tunnel entrances. New tunnels bring extra danger to dwarves, since there is still rock to pick apart with their pickaxes and rubble to be cleared before picks can be used to extract gold nuggets from new veins yet to be found valder leads his gang until they reach the spot where they finished yesterday 50 meters underground He takes up his pick and begins to loosen an area of rock from the low ceiling ahead of him, working at the same crevice for several hours, handing loose rock down to the dwarf behind him, who hands it to the next dwarf, continuing until the rock reaches a wagon at the rear of the line, used to bring rock to the ground level, where it will be inspected for traces of gold. Suddenly, Valder hears the dreaded sound of loose rock falling behind him. Followed by muffled sounds of panic, he freezes with his pick in mid-air. As more rocks start falling from above, Valder crouches on the ground with his arms over his head, praying for the collapse to stop or for his death to come quickly. When the dust from the falling rock clears, and it grows quiet again in the tunnel. Valder realizes he's alive and alone on the wrong side of a collapsed mine of debris. He calls out several times, but gets no response. Valder then begins the difficult work of removing the stones that separate him from the only exit from the tunnel. Not sure how much rock has fallen, he has no idea whether he is the only survivor of the collapse or its only victim. Valder tells himself not to think, just to keep going and be thankful for the fact that he still has a working lantern, rock by rock, beginning with the least precious, his work continues slowly and carefully. When enough loose stones have been cleared, Valder braces himself on his haunches and picks up a rock as big as a man's head. Noticing that it is heavier than the others, he twists his torso towards the rock, turning it over about to put it down when he thinks to bring the rock up to eye level for closer inspection unbelieving at first valder brings the glowing phoenix feather closer amazed to see a shining jewel buried deep inside the now-split piece of ore. Valder's excitement is immediately tempered by the thought that he may not live to celebrate this important find, the first sizable gem to come from the new tunnel. He calls out again to the others, hoping to be heard. When he is greeted by silence again, Valder's spirit falls tired and hopeless he lies down on the mine floor he is found days later dead with the gem still clutched in his hands by zemal stealing the gem from valder's corpse the goblin zemal keeps the gem for himself and uses it to convince many goblins and dwarves to split from Sheba and join him instead to found the kingdom of Anakborg, believing that in having what becomes known as the Sapphire Charbazite, his right to rule is ordained by Lord Lucas himself. That's going to do it for us today. Tune in tomorrow for the story of how China sticked its claim on Fabella's history. Subscribe now to get more new episodes right in your feed. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Send your questions to archivesoffabella at gmail.com. Archives of Fabella is created produced and hosted by Dylan Foley, with music by Garrett Ferris, and audio blocks. Books are available on Amazon, in ebook and paperback. As always, look outside of what is possible, and think about what might be